This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Project BFF, the podcast. Hi, everybody. Terry, have you ever felt lonely? (laughs) Yes. Have you ever (laughs) felt lonely? For sure. Yes, I have. Um, I just saw a preview of a film called All the Lonely People. Mm-hmm. And that title came or was inspired by uh, the Beatles, Eleanor Beatles Rigby. Song. Yeah, yeah. All the Lonely People. And the um, filmmakers wanted to look at this epidemic of loneliness that we have in the country. And so they found a bunch of people who felt lonely and interviewed them. And it was fascinating. Um, And loneliness doesn't have anything to do with whether you live alone or not, Mm -hmm. not necessarily whether you're introverted or extroverted. And as we both said at the beginning, we've both felt lonely. And Mm -hmm. I guess the challenge is kind of dealing with maybe a sustainable level of loneliness where you're occasionally lonely in circumstances or where it kind of turns over to become chronic loneliness or really problematic. Mm -hmm. Because I think of, I mean, consider myself a rather self-sufficient person who can, who doesn't mind doing things by myself. Um, And I don't know if with some people, if that transfers itself or starts leading to loneliness, but maybe I'll answer my own question. Maybe there's no motivation to even do anything on your own if you're feeling lonely. Yes. And, you know, I think loneliness is one of those conditions too, that is, um, it's kind of a, a trap. It's hard to, once you're in it, it's hard to recognize it's happening and it's probably hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But one of the things the filmmaker said is it's kind of a, um, you know, you're kind of on your own. You have to be the one to make a change mm-hmm. in, in some way. You have to be the one to reach out and, and make some effort. So they have a loneliness quiz, which we will link to in the show notes. But one of the questions, so for example, uh, you know, I feel that I have enough people to talk to. These are, this is a paraphrase, everybody. Please don't quote me, but I feel I have enough people to talk to. And then it's never, sometimes, usually, or always. So you rate, okay, I always feel I have 
people to talk to. I mm-hmm. never feel I have people I can reach out to. Um, you know, I communicate with my friends um, enough. So, and that's mm-hmm. the other thing. It's, it's a value judgment. It's not, I communicate right. with my friends 10 times a day. Right. It's enough that makes me comfortable. And that's never, sometimes, usually, mm-hmm. or always. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, I think it's a, it's a subject that we're afraid to talk about too, because nobody wants to think of themselves as the lonely, as lonely. right. You know, right. But even in responding to those questions, like you said, somebody c- could be answering the questions thinking that they're not experiencing loneliness, but in fact, they are thinking that they're in touch enough or, um, I mean, it's, it's really kind of an interesting topic because it's something that is so at a person's core yet over the course of time, there might've been mechanisms that were developed to kind of like, not to, to not really like you, you starting to say, not fully acknowledge that that is what's going on versus, oh, I didn't have a chance or I was tired or this, that, or the other thing that there's right. so many different, there's so many different factors that um, are probably preferable to put on the top of the list versus loneliness. You know, and, and it can happen to anybody, extroverted, mm-hmm. introverted, lots of friends, no friends. It, it, sometimes it's circumstance. So mm-hmm. one of the examples they gave is, you know, so what if you move to a new place and you just right. have a hard time making new friends because you're working all the time, mm-hmm. or if you have a death of somebody close to you, a spouse or a friend who you spent a lot of time with and just kind of struggle to move past that. So sometimes it, it you know, I mean, I think many times it's absolutely just circumstance that kind of gets you to that place. Right. And I think, you know, they, there are all sorts of statistics that talk about loneliness as an epidemic and that show that for our physical health, being lonely is the same as smoking. I think like half a pack of cigarettes a day. Yeah. Um, And again, this is not being on your own. It's feeling lonely and feeling that you don't have those connections. Yeah. Um, well, what, you know, when you have felt lonely, thinking back mm-hmm. to times, what have you done to kind of get yourself out of that? Or have you done anything to get yourself out of that? I think I've probably maybe sometimes let it link, you know, like just kind of wrap it around me like a blanket. And wait, and and what breaks it is getting a phone call from a friend or a family member or something like that, and realizing that all I need, all I needed to do is just step outside my, my own mind or my own thought process for a while. And, um, and that kind of breaks it, you can feel the energy kind of you know, rebound just a little bit. Um, so, and, but that's more of, it's more of self-isolating mm-hmm. rather than I think, which I think, you know, when you were describing it before, I, 
I found myself thinking if isolation then leads to loneliness, that if I just sit and wallow for a while and I don't reach out to anybody there, nobody's going to going to know that I, I I'm, I'm struggling or I'm challenging, you know, with whatever the it's causing me to, to kind of, um, to kind of, to withdraw. Right. But, um, so yeah, so that's what it is. There'll be something that will flip me out of it. And it's usually somebody just calling, you know, like I said, friend or family member, it's like, Oh, haven't talked to you in a while. And, but of course not masking the fact that, yeah, I've been sitting for a couple of days, not talking to anybody, but now I'm, I'm out of it and that's all I needed. Um, and I don't mean to present it like as a very simple thing to do. Right. Um, uh, that's, but that, that I would have to say to describe is what I, I would see my cycle as, and it's more of, um, getting out of my own way with it rather than, than anything else. Yeah. You know, and you, you mentioned isolation and yeah. we are, are still living through a pandemic that's having oh, all my goodness. Yeah. impacts on people. And so, you know, this has been a real challenge for people who, already came into it feeling lonely or yeah. feeling that they didn't have those yeah. connections and then to be isolated physically isolated especially early on where we were um you know the original kind of lockdowns for a lot of us mm-hmm. it was literally don't leave your house yeah. and um that has got to have been so difficult for people already struggling with loneliness mm-hmm. um for whatever reason and I know that when people are lonely, it can be hard to, like you were just saying, it can be hard to be the one to actually do the outreach. Yeah. Um, Well, especially if somebody doesn't know, um, I, you know, again, I think that the, that it's a rut for me. I feel it's a rut. I could spend a whole weekend just kind of like not reaching out, but as long if something changes I, I, I kind of snapped out of it and went great now I've lost a day and a half kind of thing but I also am aware of you know get taking off on the the um uh, of isolation that there are some people because of illnesses who are isolated and their their body doesn't give them the energy that they need to to maintain friendships to do the things that you do that where you meet new people And that is, that isolation does, it, 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 it's, um, it's, it resides with loneliness. Yes. Although, you know, the one silver lining maybe to this pandemic and lockdowns and how we all suddenly became users of video conferencing apps and chatted with our parents and friends Mm -hmm. close and far um, is that I think more people are now more open to this sort of long distance connection and you know it 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 is not the same as being physically together and in person Mm -hmm. but I think I wonder if some people have been able to find some comfort in that, maybe even getting more connection than maybe they had in the past because now people were much more open to having a Zoom call. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine if you, if you struggle in that way and you 
can't leave the house. We've got a chronic condition that, you know, it's people might be frustrated with you that you can't come out with them, Mm -hmm. but now nobody's coming out. So we all just get to be on video together. Kind of gives everybody an even playing field. Right. And I've known of people that, and a lot of older individuals too, that once, you know, they fumbled through the whole, you know, the steps to do it, you know, the feedback I've gotten from people is that it really brightened the person's day that even just, you know, because now doing it virtually and doing it on a screen is the best way to do it. And so what's, what it's replaced is for at least temporarily, maybe is the excitement of actually seeing somebody talking and moving and, you know, and just seeing their, where their environment and what they're doing and things like that. Um, So where all of that is concerned, the big picture is going to be, like you said, I think some of this will continue to be, especially for people who are long distances apart, will, will become more the way that they communicate and, and keep in touch. But, um, but yeah, the unknown is just if there becomes a drop off of, you know, like done with this kind of thing. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I wanted to chat about are, um, like some strategies to deal with it with loneliness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so and I can only talk about what the kinds of things that have worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't necessarily be telling people what they should do, but I am a joiner. I am the kind of person who looks for a I club yeah. or a team or a volunteer effort where there are going yep. to be other people where we'll have a natural connection. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned earlier, Terry, connected to that activity that we're doing together. Yeah like work, but outside of the workplace. Uh Um, And that is one way I look for things that are also these kind of opportunities that are repetitive. So volunteer once a month or play sport every Thursday night or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Because that takes, for me, that takes away some of the challenges of having to think of what's the next thing I need to do or or having to reach out to an individual to say, let's have coffee and start a friendship. Right. Right. But it's a way to kind of um, get me out there and interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I look back on a couple periods where, you know, in my young adult life where I was feeling very lonely, you know, I think the kind of loneliness they're talking about when they say it's a, it's a health hazard. Mm-hmm. And I realized you know, I just have to get out there. And that's what I started to do. And I have some very good friends that have, that I still have Mm -hmm. as friends who've resulted from that outreach Mm -hmm. effort. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's always kind of in my back pocket or in my toolbox um, as a thing, if I ever find myself struggling that way again. Well, and you also, so you have the friends that came out of it, friendships that came out of it. But I also would think that you have the satisfaction of having walked out the door and done something that could be a big step for a lot of people. Yeah. And of, of just putting yourself in the position of meeting a boatload of strangers all coming together to do the same thing. And, and then 
that being something now that you're familiar and by you, I don't necessarily mean you, but I'm using the example, you know, you know that, yeah, I'm capable, I can do this. And maybe also in the future, knowing the signs of when it's time to get your butt out the door to do something about it. But the benefit of it, yeah, you have made um, longtime friends out of it, but you also, the, the steps that you took to get there were very important growth steps for, for, for somebody in that situation to do. Yes. You know, one other tactic they suggested, <laughs> and I love this. And if, if there's some sort of organization that does this, I'm going to link to it in the show notes because I am. Um, but uh, they had people make a sign, just an eight and a half by 11 sign that says something like, you know, sit here if you want to talk and put it on the back of a bench out in public. And then really, and then people would, so, so somebody would be sitting there and you would walk up and see that the sign says that, and people would sit down and, and chat with them. Or when the bench was empty, somebody would walk by and see, Oh, I want to, I want to chat with people and sit down. And I just thought, what a lovely outreach effort that is so simple and can be done anywhere. And, you know, as a, as someone who is feeling lonely, I Mm -hmm. wonder what that feels like if you walk by and you see that and, and think, Oh, yeah, I can sit here and and maybe talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. What that connection must feel like. And was that part of this event or you just happened upon you know, benches that somebody was very thoughtful and proactive in so creating the, the space. The filmmakers um, of the of this film, all oh, of okay, the people yeah. talked about it, and and it may actually be in the film. I'm not sure, but um, they were talking about that as a as a strategy, and uh, I just love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, is this film? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and what? So. I think I'm going to anticipate your film, which it's, it's supposed to come out soon. It is not out yet. Hopefully by the time this podcast episode airs, it will be, um, they are finishing up the editing. I just got a chance to hear them talking about it. Is it a documentary or it is a documentary and it's, um, I think it's a really intimate personal look at some people who are struggling and some of the some of the techniques and the ways they, those individuals have worked to get through their loneliness. Yeah. Like this bench, like this come chat with me bench. I think that's, I look forward to, to seeing it and we can, we can probably do a podcast around it. Definitely. Um, When it comes out, we're going to be making a big deal about it. Yeah. And also I feel like I, I feel like I would totally sit down at a bench like that. Um, If somebody were sitting at a bench and it said, or even if nobody was sitting there, I feel like I would want to be that person to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a great concept, you know, and as we have the final minutes of the the conversation, um, I, what's going through my head is, you know, thinking of, of opportunities or signs that aren't signs that kind of invite us to do that but we don't realize that they're there to say come here and sit that if you know if you are in a place where you can spend time talking to somebody but you sit 10 seats away because you really don't want to do this 
you know, that's, that's a conversation for another podcast probably, but, um, but yeah, I think that's wonderful. You, you need to keep an eye on that and we'll have to post that and talk about it and do, you know, reviews of it or start a group and have everybody participate in what they thought about the film. Absolutely. It was, it was very um, interesting. And I think the stories that they had to tell, I think many of us can see ourselves or even Oh yeah. Parts of our lives in the stories of these individuals. So yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Great. And I, Thank I you. like what you I like what you said though, though, that sometimes the signs are there, but they're not quite as obvious as they're not written out for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation and yeah. forward to more on this particular topic in that one of our next podcasts. Yep. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.